How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex with my co-host here, Ryan Moran, and we want to discuss Zach Wilson today, take a look at some of his strengths, weaknesses, take a look at his film, what he did well last year, what he didn't do well. Um, you know, we've talked to about Zach Wilson to a pretty decent extent the past couple of episodes and weeks um, leading up to training camp here, notably how his short uh, pass accuracy was rather disappointing as a rookie. But I think that a lot of that had to do with his base you know, throwing off his back foot, trying to strong arm a lot of these throws and just kind of adapting to the change in size of the football, the wind at MetLife, um, the size of the field. Like there's a lot of different variables that play a part in a, a rookie quarterback, understanding how to play um, at the NFL level. And I think Zach Wilson learned a lot of what not to do. And towards the end of the season, he actually looked pretty sharp, um, you know, a lot better than during the, the earlier portions uh, before the injury, you know, had a couple of decent games toward the end. Didn't throw an interception after week 14 or after week 13 to throw an interception. So that was a pretty good sign that he was starting to see the field a little bit better and understand the the coverage assignments. But, you know, before we dive into Zach Wilson, what he's going to offer this team, you know, hopefully uh, break down some of his strengths and weaknesses and, uh, you know, his development here. Ryan, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing good, Alex. I appreciate it. Looking forward to going over Zach today, really what he does well and where we'd like to see him grow and improve this season. We got some good clips, you know, some talent. And really, you just ultimately get to see some of the pure talent that Zach has. I think that's really the best way to sum him up. If you were to just like give a brief synopsis of Zach's game, I just think he's a natural thrower. When you look at the quick release, the multitude of arm angles that he can deliver the ball from, which we're going to see um, in and out of the pocket on, on all three levels. I mean, this is a guy who can throw the ball with accuracy, you see his timing and anticipation really in some of these clips as the season progresses really improve. And, you know, like you obviously touched up on those final five games, not throwing an interception, I think is pretty telling of some of the progress that he made. And that's an area you just want to continue to see him grow moving forward here. And I think you really hit on it with the, you know, areas uh, for growth. You look at just the mechanics on the short game, obviously, I think some of it was, was maybe mental at times last year when he was going through tough times. And from there, I think it's just a matter of, playing with confidence within the system as Michael Flores spoken on. And if he can work on that, to me, the talent around him is obviously much better and it's going to lead to success for Zach in year two. Right. And, you know, last week, last season, we'll give you guys some numbers just to uh, give you an, uh, an idea of like kind of what we're hoping for in year two. He went for 2,334 yards, nine touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Of course, you don't want to see that ratio uh, lean toward the direction of the interceptions. He had two more interceptions than touchdowns. But a lot of his main problems were under throwing the football. A lot of times, and you'll, you'll see at the beginning of the clips that we're going to show you guys, that he just kind of lofted the ball up in the air and it just fell short of the receiver. Um, he did that a couple of times. He really, for some reason, thought lofting it up was going to be a good idea. I think he learned pretty quickly that that's not what you want to do in the NFL game because these guys can jump and they can jump out of their shoes. So what you often want to do is if you're going to if you're going to miss a throw, you want to overthrow that receiver because usually you're going downfield or you know, you're doing something. Obviously, you want it to be on target, but if you're going to do something, you don't want to throw it behind the quarterback or too short of the of the, of the receiver, rather. Um, because let's say you're running a crosser and that ball's behind, you know, who's right behind the receiver, the cornerback trailing him. So obviously you don't want to throw it there. You know, if you're throwing it in front of him, most likely it's just going to be incompletion. Um, and then if you're under throwing it, most of the time there's a cornerback trailing, he's not going to be over top unless it's a free safety coming and crashing in. Um, but you know, that's kind of just another extra player in the mix. So, you know, Zach Wilson made the kind of customary rookie quarterback mistakes, but I do think that moving forward, he's going to correct a lot of those issues. Um, and, and Mike LaFleur really had some good things to say specifically about why he struggled as a rookie. Um, and this is the quote that really kind of stood out to me. 
He says, it's year one for an offense, year one for a staff, year one for a rookie quarterback. Not only did he have to learn our terminology and our system, he had to uh, learn just the differences between the college game and the NFL game. You're trying to simulate that in May and June, and the speed is one thing, but you come in August, and now the speed ramps up even a little bit more. So it's hard to really replicate that, um, obviously, during practice. You have to be in live action, and it's also situational, right? Like if you're in a two-minute drill, if you know the, the clock is winding down, if you know the the, the time, just the the – the play clock is running down 10 seconds, five seconds, and you've got to get that playoff quickly. You're not able to get the information necessary. Then you want to have more pre-snap motion to get more information from, you know, is it man coverage? Is it zone coverage? Um, you know, can they shift a defender out of place to open up a slant route? Like there's a lot of different things here. Um, a lot of different variables that a rookie quarterback has to understand because, you know, BYU is a good school, but they play an air raid offense. So they're not really playing um, to the, you know, style of an NFL pro style quarterback. So he had to get a lot more used to the, the shorter route concepts. He doesn't have like at BYU, the guy was standing back there for 20 seconds waiting for his receivers to get open. And now he's escaping the pocket, but he's guys got, he's got guys right on his back. So he's got to get rid of the ball quickly. And you're going to see that he does a tremendous job. One of my favorite things about Zach Wilson is his ability to get out of the pocket and make things happen on the run. He's a deadly accurate on the run has that kind of Aaron Rodgers style that when he, when he's looking downfield, he feels the pressure coming. He can sling that ball anywhere, 60, 70 yards downfield and put it on an absolute dime, which you see what we saw a couple of times in that flash um, is tremendous, but it takes time to get as good as Aaron Rodgers. The guy sat behind Brett Favre for three years, for goodness sake. You know what I mean? Zach Wilson thrown into the mix with no support around him. Essentially offensive line was not where it needed to be the first half of the season. So now, you know, you start to see, how he's how he's improving during the second half of the year, and it's really good to see. Um, but you know, how how important do you think it is for him to just become a pure pocket passer instead of relying on those kind of rollout uh, when the play breaks down or just rollout concepts to uh, kind of get him in some more space and time? For sure, I think that's what you basically spoke on there. When you look at Zach and just his pure athleticism, like he's always going to have that in his back pocket to extend out of the pocket, make big plays. You know, he's got the arm strength out of the pocket as well on the move. And obviously I think that's really what LaFleur has kind of made, you know, known, like just play within the structure of the offense. You know, I think sitting back and missing a couple of games last year, you know, it was probably the best thing for Zach to see, you know, what it's like to just play within the structure of the offense. It's a very quarterback friendly system when you marry up the run and the play action pass game and you just simplify, you know, the reads and there's easy completions. You have so many good skill players you want to just get the ball to in space I think that's the main thing with Zach is just, you know, progressing, you know, seeing his reads and really from there, just, you know, taking what's there. I think there was a good clip before had um, it was from the Saints game when Zach really struggled, especially in the short game. And it was like he missed Jamison Crowder on just an easy, you know, read initially. And it was because, you know, he was the first read in the play and he originally said no to it. He comes back, his mechanics aren't clean. and It's something you said no to to begin with. And then you miss the throw, but to show you some progress later on in the game, they called a similar type of play and it, it was Barrios in the slot and he just took it right away and he hit him. So like there are, you know, things that could prove growth. And I think that's just what you want to continue to see. Obviously the interceptions we've spoken on and just some of the, uh, you know, playing within the structure of the system really as much as anything. Yeah. And before we dive into clips here, I'll give you guys a little bit more statistics. Um, just so you have an idea of some of the things that he did in the different portions of the field. So throwing behind the line of scrimmage, 78.9% completion rate. He ranked 32nd in the NFL among starting quarterbacks uh, in terms of completion percentage in that area. So that's got to improve. Um, short zero to nine yards. Uh, he uh, finished with 65.9% completion rate. Could be better. Medium 10 to 19 yards out, 49.4% uh, completion rate. And deep 20 plus yards, about a 40% completion rate. So 
Um, you know, a lot of his interceptions, eight of 11 came in the medium portion of the field, 10 to 19 yards away from line of scrimmage. So that's an area where he really struggled to get the ball where it needed to be. And like we said, a lot of times he floated it up there. It just wasn't very accurate. Um, so hopefully, you know, he can improve in that category specifically and help his team generate a little bit more production, um, turnover worthy plays. Uh, interesting. He was not, didn't have that many 3.8% turnover worthy plays. You're really looking to be around like the two, 2.5% range there. Um, you know, to be kind of in the average category, but he had two to three turnover worthy plays every single game. So he definitely experienced a lot of, uh, um, hiccups and then drop passes 12.7%, um, of his, of his targets were dropped, uh, 31 drops. So the jets receiving core, as we know, had some of the worst, drops uh, percentages last year of any team um which is not good hopefully this year that changes you know you of course you had elijah moore you had Corey davis all kind of dealing with some injuries at certain points had a lot of backups in there so you know garrett wilson into the mix you're expecting those these guys to be a little more efficient in that category and hopefully zach wilson can put the ball in a better spot for them to make those catches to begin with um because i think you know if he throws it slightly behind them and they drop it they've categorized it as a drop and not a not like a, a, a miss pass or whatever it might be. So let's jump into the film here and take a look at some of the stuff that Zach Wilson showed us last year as a rookie. I think this first play just goes to show you like some of the development from BYU where, you know, you have so much time on your hands and you can fit these types of throws in. It. And it comes back to what we've said on just playing within the system. You see Elijah Moore on the flat there is wide open. Just take what's there instead of forcing it. It's like still a coverage here. <laughs> this guy that's a straight up drop i mean this is actually it definitely is throw. no doubt i mean right here it goes right through his hands like he's in the head it should be a catch um, oh 100 but you're right you're right here so this is this is the difference i mean okay so i'll make the argument here zach wilson's looking at he this is like you know it's kind of a high low read he can either, he can either go to this elijah moore he can go i don't know exactly who that receiver is up top Corey davis um Corey davis but you look at elijah moore here he's not going anywhere Right. If he throws this to Elijah Moore, look at look at this defensive this defensive back at the forty yard line. He's cracking down, and in fact, the second Elijah Moore catches this pass, he's probably going to get his brain rattled. Um, so you kind of don't. You might want to like shift him out of position. So Zach Wilson actually waits. He waits. Waits. He sees that defender bite down at the forty yard line and sees the opening and takes it. It's actually a pretty good throw. I'm I'm okay with this. Right. There's a lot of defensive defenders in this area, so like maybe you don't really want to throw it to begin with. Maybe you just want to throw this away or just kind of take the maybe just like dive a couple yards and run for it um or maybe just hand it off to Elijah Moore and just basically pick up a yard or two before he gets hit um but i think this act this pass is actually pretty damn accurate and this receiver just simply drops it and that's the interception and i think that's not really his fault i think the receiver just simply dropped it and it wasn't his fault but i can see your point there i think that you know going for the shorter concept might have been a little bit safer but Go to quarterbacks, take risks. And if it's fourth and 10 right here and, and there's you have one minute left and you have no timeouts, you have to make this throw and you want to be comfortable doing it. And I think this is actually a pretty damn good throw for the most part. Definitely accurate throw. All right, let's see. Let's see what we got going here. So, okay. You I see how he's leaning off his back foot? Yeah. This is this is the bat. This is the worst. This is Zach Wilson's one of his biggest issues um, as a rookie here. And I'll let you kind of give your perspective because I think you're going to say a similar thing. For sure. I, I, the main two things, obviously, just the mechanics, the footwork, stepping into the throw. I mean, obviously, that's severely underthrown. And I think the other thing is just anticipation. Like, you look at where Elijah Moore is when that ball is picked off by J.C. Jackson. Like, I think in that situation, you know, if I can recall correctly, Zach could, you know, really let this one go a little bit earlier and potentially had a completion here on third down. 
Yeah. I mean, just look at his mechanics. Look how lazy he's throwing this, right? Like, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to flick his wrist and this thing's going to fly 80 miles an hour into the perfect hole shot. But, like, right here, watch, watch, his, watch his fundamentals. He's leaning back. He doesn't step into the throw at all. He throws this off his back foot. And he, he tries to, like, like what I said before, the best way to say this is he tries to strong arm these throws. And that's something that's going to bite him in the butt uh, a lot. Because look how slow this ball is. I mean, this ball has to be over this cornerback's head about five yards upfield. Because that gives your, your receiver a little bit of space. Um, or, alternatively, this ball's got to be out two seconds earlier. Right? Like, that, that's the main thing here is, like, he just throw this, he, like, right here. This, this, throw, this ball's got to be out right here. He has to be releasing it right here. Instead, he releases it about a second too late, and the and that's all it takes for a cornerback, especially one as good as J.C. Jackson, to and, and as fast as J.C. Jackson to make a play on the ball. And Elijah Morris doesn't stand a chance. So you know that that lack of um, speed and just kind of taking his time that wasn't really good. But I'm I, I assure you he learned from that because for sure. the second half of the year he came back and didn't really do that ever again. Yep. Just some of his natural playmaking ability on display in this play here. Gets out of the pocket. You see the arm strength, keeping eyes down the field, delivers an accurate ball. First NFL touching him. It's beautiful. Like this is this is what you want to see. So like if he's scanning the field, there's I mean, there's nobody open here, right? Like the the flats, the flat, the 20 yard level yep. quick out, covered. You guys defenders downfield. They're kind of running this like this strange mesh combo at the top. Um, of the routes and they're kind of breaking inward and outward and you know it was kind of on a deep post there and like maybe he had someone in the middle of the field like maybe right. i'm not sure that is maybe he has elijah moore there elijah no i don't know if it's elijah moore you see i can't tell who it is you see the far receiver on the top of the screen it might um the, ryan griffin maybe right maybe what he does he cuts to the middle there's there's yeah. nobody there oh, i, mean, yeah, I can't really yeah. see the angle the angle might have cut off the the free safety there um but this is really nice stuff from him. I mean, he couldn't throw this ball because it was too late, but Absolutely. he ends up going to him anyway across the field. I mean, it's really nice. That's what you want to see, man. This is what you want to see from this is this is the making stuff happen after the play. Look at other quarterbacks. Not a lot of guys can do this. This is what separates good from great. If he can get the short to intermediate passes down behind the line of scrimmage down, if he can get those passes efficient and you know he's not he's really accurate with those. This is what's going to make him a great quarterback. This ability to on the run sling a ball off balance, it's crazy. That's an unbelievable uh, unbelievable throw. It's Corey Davis. It's just a big look at tight end, he's so big. It's really nice. Just another natural playmaking ability here. I mean, getting out of the pocket, the arm strength, keeping eyes downfield and yep. delivering an accurate ball is not easy there. No, it's not. And this is beautiful. What I like about this play the, the most though, is look how look how many reads he goes through, right? So right here he goes through one read in the middle. Looking up top, he looks. Yep, he goes up top, goes to the slant, go, uh, goes to the quick out there, right there, um, to right around the outside to Ty Johnson. Says no, that we have defenders there, and then he says, okay, let me buy some time and see if my receiver can get open. Hundred percent. Buy some time, and slings this thing. But look how far. I mean, that's it's course, effortless bro. the way he effortless. Like the ball just has a mind of its own. That's why, like. For the record, that's why those passes that he short arms really piss me off because I know his arm is so much stronger than that. He just it just doesn't doesn't get that same velocity. But on the run, he puts so much more uh, like quick speed motion to his throw, and it just, I was going to say the quick nice. release definitely stands out there too. It, it does. It really generates a lot of power too. Yep. 
he puts a lot of his weight into it. And with 10 pounds of extra weight, he's going to have even more power behind those throws, which I think was partially why they wanted him to gain some mass. Absolutely. This next play is pretty self-explanatory, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he points. This is the classic one. Accuracy, arm strength, and strides. Mm-hmm. Again, just adapting to the read. I think that play action. Based, I forget who they said at the time, but Corey was really not like a featured target on this play. Interesting. Oh, well, it's, it's a play action, right? So you're yeah, probably yeah. well. They had I Crowder think on the over on yeah. the intermediate level. Yeah, this kind of using a crack block on the outside McCraw. there. Yep. McCraw, yeah, and bam. I mean, what I like the most about it is not only does he help navigate his receivers downfield, but right before he throws this, he 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 sets his base right there. Yeah. Right? So right. he sets his base and he launches this thing downfield. He doesn't when you, when you have the time to set your base, you should right? Because you're going to theoretically be more accurate, especially when you're throwing into double coverage. You don't want to be off balance throwing it into double coverage. You want to set that and give yourself a little bit more accuracy going downfield. Um, that's a really nice throw. And I think he mainly hits this because he sets his feet and he, and watch what he does though. He like puts his weight into it, right? Right here. He, he actually puts his weight into it before that first interception that we saw. He, he does not put, right. he does not go into, he doesn't use that his momentum. Sense. He stays on his back foot and he throws it just using his arm. He doesn't lean into the throw and uh, use that, use that lower body leverage. So I, I like that. that. That's a really good throw from him, obviously. One that, that highlights his rookie season. Um, and it shows that Corey Davis, when you have a big possession receiver like that, just give him a chance, man. Give Absolutely. him a chance downfield and let things happen. Here you go. Less little RPO. Yep. Getting the ball out quick once again, accurately. Absolutely. This is where Brees Hall is going to be a stud, by the way, because everyone's going to crash, crash the line of scrimmage because exactly. Brees Hall is going to be that guy. But I'll tell you what, he's calm. Look how calm he is, man. If you're, if there's anything I can say about Zach Wilson, man, he doesn't look like he's nervous, doesn't look like he's scared, doesn't look like he's playing with uh, any any uh, hesitancy. Like he, when he, he just looks calm, even him, his, his mistakes, like those short arm throws, he's just so calm. Like he just does it so effortlessly. And like that, if he can become a little bit more urgent with that calmness, um, it, you know, it, it, as a correlation factor, I think that he's going to be very dangerous, man. I mean, such an easy throw, bam, leaves his receiver. Yep. Elijah Moore, easy touchdown. Great to see. See some of his mobility here. I mean, that's great. He can run. He can break tackles too. He broke three tackles <laughs> right there. That. That athleticism, athleticism absolutely. He gives me like little Patrick Mahomes vibes with his movements mm-hmm. here. You know, doesn't he kind of look like him? Yeah. I mean, that's a great ta- – that's a missed tackle right there. Absolutely. Another one, three, I mean, <laughs> that four. Fake. That's a hell of a fake. That I mean, you don't see a, you don't see a, a quarterback make this move, moves like this. I mean, look at that. Three guys. <laughs> Incredible. That's great stuff there. Yeah, athleticism is nice to see because when the play does break down, he has to make something happen. Um, with his legs and there's nobody open, he can do it, which is pretty, which is a pretty great uh, asset to have. So the Bucks are in cover three here. He obviously makes that high-low read there at the bottom of the screen, which the Bucks really have covered up, and then he delivers an absolute strike on yeah, that deep dagger. End yeah, a little dagger concept. Yep. I love the dagger concept. It's one of my favorites because you can always, if you can get, if you can get that receiver behind the linebackers, like look at that gap right there oh, between yeah. the middle of the field and that guy, like almost at the forty-yard line. You can see that gap open up that window, and he just exposes that. That's perfectly executed. Absolutely. Very nicely done. 
Yeah, I mean, look, he has a lot of really nice throws. He is, uh, he's starting to understand. Um, you see, he, I look at that. Oh, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. He definitely does a better job of adjusting, you know, his body when he lets that one go there for sure. Yeah, I mean, this is the only place that ball could go, right? Yep. Like any look, if he throws this any further, any further, that's a that's a pick, and any right. and any shorter, that's a pick because the corner is right behind him. So perfectly placed football, urgent, good timing, chemistry with your receivers. That's all. That's ultimately what what this boils down to. Just that's what you want to see. Um, really nice there. And again, just playing within the structure. That was a great call from Lafleur there, and he just takes what's there. Absolutely. These are the throws that good quarterbacks have to make. You know what I mean? These are throws that we've seen him skip off the dirt a couple times, right? Um, Zach Wilson is getting better at that. He showed that this is toward the end of the season. Like we said, he looked a lot better down the stretch and this is why. And on him this put that on. Play, he actually audible as well. Just to speak on the mental nice. side of things. Like I'm pretty sure they had a different play called on. He, he liked what he saw and he checked out of it. And you see just the zip on this pass. Yep. I mean, also look at look at the arm. Uh, look look at how he puts his body into it, right? Yep. Like that's something that he didn't do earlier on the season. He was leaning back. He would try to sidearm and he'd try to use just his arm strength. But watch what he does here. He sets his base and look look front at his foot. body. Front foot pointing right where that ball needs to go. He's leveraged with his lower body. He's leaning forward. He's got all of the fundamentals down to a T. And this ball goes. 100 miles an hour in the perfect location, right? 100%. And it's a touchdown for Braxton Berrios. That is exactly what you want to see, right? From your franchise quarterback making in-season adjustments as a rookie. Like this is what you want to see. This is perfect and beautiful. Um, this is throws you got to make as a as an NFL pro quarterback, and um, he does this seamlessly. He obviously, has the arm strength. He was just about more or less correcting his. Fun. I think he was. I honestly, I think two things. Okay. I think that the college football is smaller, so he didn't have to put as much weight behind it. He could sling that, sling the ball a lot quicker just by using his arm strength. Um, and I think that he might have been a little bit nervous because of how poor the offensive line started uh, the season. That I think that he was, he didn't want to lean into his throws because he wanted to have the escape, right? If he's leaning back, he can roll out, right? But if you're leaning forward, you have to change your entire body's momentum. If you're leaning back, easily, easy to roll backwards and just got to get out, just kind of get out of that pocket. But when you're leaning forward, you're committed to that. You might get hit. I think he kind of just had to get used to that. Um, and then the offensive line started playing a lot better. I mean, look at that pocket. It's a beautiful pocket yep. right there. It's well done. And then this last one is just incredible, really. Just the ball placement. Nice little play action. Yeah, it's sick. Great effort from Barrios as well. And I love this play design, by the way. Yep. This is the play design that you want to see. And this is, by the way, this is what we talked about yesterday. Having having uh, on the uh, different offensive sets the Jets can use. I mean, they have, I think it might be a tight end there. Is Nick that, Bowden is, is the fullback there for you. Oh, so okay, so he's a fullback. Um, in another world, you have Michael Carter and Brees Hall. Yep. Right? And you can do a lot of stuff. You can you could send Brees Hall and Michael Carter out to the slot there like they just did with Bowden. Um, and instead they use, and, and this confuses defenses. Cause now you gotta, you gotta look at a multiple, multiple different receivers, little play action, bam, look at that little nice little pocket Braxton Berrios, a small target, by the way, you gotta, you, if you're throwing a Braxton Berrios, it's gotta be on the, it's gotta be on the money. And Zach Wilson puts this only where his guy gets it. That's, a, that's, that's hell of a coverage too. Like it's just a beautiful pass. Like that's ultimately what this is just a better pass. Really great coverage though. 
um, I think we can conclude from watching these clips so far is that Zach Wilson has every tool in the toolbox to be an, an elite player. He just has to put it all together. It was year one, learning the terminology. I think that he could he could take one of the bigger steps of any player this year from last year's draft class. Um, it depends on how the offensive line stands up, depends on how they play. But I think that he's learned a lot in his rookie season. It seems like Mike LaFleur and Robert Sala believe that he has taken a big step forward and his focus is laser sharp right now. He's doing a lot of stuff to improve and he doesn't make the same mistake twice in practice. So um, also that added mass should help him in just putting a little bit more effort, like putting a little, not effort, but more or less having a stronger foundation in the pocket um, and, and whatnot. So I think that's a good thing for him. But, you know, what, what is your your overview of him after watching these clips? I just think the ability in and out of the pocket to accurately deliver the football, I think the progress that's shown mentally and with his decision-making as the season goes on definitely shows up. And you, you see just pure talent with his quick release, the multitude of arm angles he can throw from, and with improved mechanics. I mean, the sky really is the limit for Zach. Yeah, sky's the limit, my friends. But we'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions below in the YouTube comment section, as always, my friends. Um, about Zach Wilson, what you think he's going to accomplish, uh, what your takeaways are from watching the film with us. Always appreciate your feedback as always. And I hope you guys enjoyed the video. So make sure to like and subscribe as always. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode.